Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe! I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, lucky duck, and co-host of the show! Lucky duck? Yep. Quack! Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's week seven. All this week is going to be lucky, lucky, lucky. Is it? It better be. I already spent a lot of money on lotto tickets. Quack! Well, so far we've talked about pepper, mayonnaise, sriracha, lettuce, tortilla chips, and scallions. Any guesses what our mystery recipe this season will be? Good week to make some lucky guesses. Today we have a great episode lined up for you. Suloff is back to guess our theme for this week and guess the ingredient. Then Champ is back with a magical interview in the scoop. All right, Mitzi, let's head to the theme song. I love the look on your face. Mystery recipe. So you're feeling lucky today, huh, Mitzi? That's right. It's week seven on our show, Molly, which is hard to believe. Seems like only yesterday we were learning about Suloff's cookie business in week one. Don't forget, Coco's Cookies, that store. But since the number seven is traditionally a very lucky number, I figured this week would be lucky too. Any idea what's so lucky about the number seven? None whatsoever. But I figure the number seven pops up a lot of places. There are seven days a week, and there are seven continents on Earth, seven colors of the rainbow, and if you've ever seen a slot machine, you get the mega jackpot by hitting three sevens in a row. Seven, seven, seven. This is all true. Yeah, I am so excited for this week, Molly. I just know something really exciting and special is going to happen. It's going to be our lucky day all week. Well, I do know of one very special thing that's about to happen. What's that? It's time for our first segment. Amazing. Listen, while you do that, I have an idea. I'll be right back. All right. Well, listeners, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Here we go.
Hmm, any guesses what ingredient those sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Sulaf. Sulaf is 13 years old, lives in Greenpoint, New York, and is our official ingredient guesser this season. Hello. Hi, Sulaf. How's it going? It's going well over here. How's it going on your end, Molly? Pretty good. Are you ready to get started? Totally. I'm really excited. Awesome. Well, let's get to this week's ingredient. I'm going to play you the first sound, so listen closely, and we'll talk about it after it's done. Okay, um, to me, that sounds like, I, I really don't know what this is called, but you know those kinds of, like, bowls with the little, like, rounded thing that you, you like, grind stuff in, you make guacamole and that kind of stuff. It sounds like something being made in one of those. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, a mortar and pestle. Yeah, that, that. Um, It sounds like something being mixed in a mortar and pestle. Okay, so it's not a mortar and pestle, but what I'm hearing you potentially say is that you're hearing, it's like a hard material, like a grinding. Yeah. Awesome. Let's keep that in the back of our minds as we move forward and listen to the next sound. It sounds like something being mixed in a stand mixer. Okay. That's a really good guess. So it's like kind of a rhythmic mixing sound is what you're hearing. Exactly. That makes total sense. Not quite right, but let's keep it in the back of our mind like always and come to the next sound and see if we can all put it together once we get through that next one. So let's listen to the third sound. I love the look on your face. It is a little bit confused, but let's break it down. This sound has a couple of different components to it. What was the first part of the sound? Well, it sounded like water running and also a little like crinkling, kind of. Like perhaps someone was pouring water into like a hot pan. Was it a little sizzly? Sizzling. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. And then all of a sudden it took a hard right turn and we ended up in record scratch which is a sound i don't think i've ever heard in the context of cooking but okay and then it was kind of the same sound again sometimes our friend and producer chad likes to find sounds that are a little bit more metaphorical than realistic so if we think about this one what could the like record scratch mean? What does that sound mean when you see it in a cartoon or a movie or something? A lot of times it's kind of like a um, a sound of emphasis, kind of like something's happened and it's like... Yeah, like stopping maybe or like rewinding. Yes, yes. That's also what I heard, the kind of record rewinding. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, <laughs> this is the sound of something frying, rewinding. And then frying again. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I think I know where you're going with this. But could I have a hint? 
Yes. Yes, you can. Um, Here are some hints for this week's ingredient. This ingredient, which is named after its color, is the edible seed of a plant. It is very often served with rice. It is native to the Americas and is quite common, particularly in Cuban and Mexican cuisines. Does that help you at all, Sulaf? Oh, 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 oh. I know this now. I know this now. Uh, Black beans? Yes. Amazing! Welcome to Black Bean Week. This one was almost harder than Scallion Week, potentially. It was! (laughs) Well, you did an amazing job. So, black beans, sometimes also called turtle beans, are a variety of legume, which means that they are the edible seeds of a plant. Black beans are medium to small, oval-shaped beans with a shiny black exterior. They have a little white dot, or eye, called a keel. Black beans have a creamy white interior, and they are very often sold pre-cooked and canned. All right, Zulaf, let's talk about those sounds. Are they making any more sense to you now? Kind of. Let's start with the first one. That was definitely a tricky one. It wasn't a mortar and pestle, but we talked about the grinding sound and the the harder materials that we were hearing. So that's actually how you would open a can of beans. So what tool do you use to open a can of beans? Oh, a can opener. Exactly. So that was the sound of a can opener. So it was kind of like grinding against the metal as it opens a can. And the heavy metal's grinding. I get that now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so the second sound, that sound was actually just mixing and mashing canned beans. Because oftentimes you need to mash the canned beans before you add them to release some of that starches and give it the texture that you want for like a filling or something. So definitely that mixing and mashing Mashing could have been a number of different things, but in this case, it was mashing up some black beans. Huh. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. And then, yeah, the third sound was supposed to be a nod to refried beans, which are common ingredients for nachos, burritos, or tamales, which you got. That was amazing. Uh, Really nice work this week, Sulaf. Thank you for your help, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Um, Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Molly! Can you get the door, please? Sure, Mitzi. What is all this stuff? Well, since we're already a bit ahead of the luck game, with this being week seven and all, I figured I'd sort of move things along a bit by gathering a few more good luck charms. It looks like more than a few. It's everything I could think of, Molly. Look, I've got a horseshoe, a lucky penny, a four-leaf clover. Well, technically it's a four-leaf cilantro, but uh, what's the difference? It'll be our secret. And then I realized these were all lucky charms here in the U.S., but the world is a big, big place, Molly. So I started looking up lucky charms in other places and found some very great ideas. Here is a fluffy stuffed animal pig whom I love and whom is considered very lucky in Germany. Say hi! (coughs) Wink, wink! Hi. And here are eight goldfish. (sighs) Uh, Careful with that. Here, um, let me take that for you. Thank you. The tank is kind of heavy. And there are eight fish in there since the number eight is considered a lucky number in China. And here is a picture of a swallow, a cute little bird, which is a sign of good luck in Korea. Love it. We are going to be maxed out on luck, Molly. Ah, I can't wait. Something huge is about to happen. It's bound to be. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Any minute, I'm sure. 
Definitely. Something lucky. Something huge. Right. Well, while we wait, maybe we can move on to our next segment? Uh, yeah. That makes sense. It's time for the scoop! That's right. Can you hear me, champ? Loud and clear. Hey, Molly. Hi, Mitzi. Hi, champ. Hey, champ, have you noticed anything major or exciting happening so far this week? Major or exciting? Yeah. Uh, nope. Um, oh, it's taco day in the lunchroom at school. I guess that's pretty major. Okay, maybe. Um, anything else major or exciting? I can't say that I've noticed anything. Okay. Okay, it's gonna be great, though. What is... I'm not sure yet, but we will be very, very lucky when it happens. Well, you know what else will be great? What's that? This quick word from our sponsors. Oh, it will? Sure. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kids love snacks. And with Kroger's grocery pickup service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked. My family can't get enough of Kroger's original chip-made cookies. And with pickup, you can shop online and pick up your groceries at a store near you. In just a few clicks, you can fill your cart with all the things you need and schedule a pickup time that works for you. And they'll bring it out to your vehicle when you arrive. It's that easy. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking! Hi, grown-ups. I want to tell you about the latest cool thing from ATK Kids. It's for the three to five-year-olds in your life, and it's called the Preschool Chefs Club. The Preschool Chefs Club is a monthly box program that sends an actual box of amazing cooking and science-related content, from super simple recipes to activities, crafts, and games that will arrive at your doorstep each month. Each box is organized around a theme, such as colors, restaurants, or the farm. They are very, very fun. Maybe best of all, each box comes with an illustrated storybook filled with brand new characters. All pieces of kitchen equipment that live in America's test kitchen. I can't wait for you all to meet the gang. Dutch the Dutch oven, Tiny the fork, Courtney the measuring cup, Pinch the tongs, and Sizzle the skillet. If you have a preschooler in your life, get more info and sign up at americastestkitchen.com slash kids. And use the promo code FIRSTFREE at checkout to get your first box free. This offer applies to six-month and 12-month terms, which make a great gift for the three- to five-year-olds in your life. And we're back! And we're back! And we're double back because I said we're back, too. And nothing particularly lucky has happened during the break, but that's fine. I'm just going to hang these fuzzy dice around my neck here. Great. While you do that, let's pass things off to Champ for the scoop. Champ, I hear you are with a very magical guest today. I am indeed. I'm back in the Recipe Lab pantry today to talk to Alvin. A can of black beans. How are you today, Alvin? Hello. I am excellent. Just excellent. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Care to introduce yourself, Alvin? I'd be happy to. 
Now, as you might already know us beans, we have a propensity for magic. You do? Oh, we do. You might have heard of magic beans in fairy tales and stories that have been told for generations. I have. Like Jack and the Beanstalk. Exactly. That was my cousin, Barry. Good dude. Well, I am happy to inform you that I am no different. And I'd love to perform a magic show for you and your listeners today, if you'd allow it. Well, that sounds amazing. Excellent. <laughs> then welcome to Bean Dreams, a magical performance from Alvin and his can. Now would be a good time for applause. Oh, sorry. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, have a seat, please. Excellent. Now, for my first trick, I shall be an excellent source of fiber. Oh, okay. Ta-da! I just am. I am an excellent source of fiber, naturally. What do you mean by that, Alvin? Well, fiber is a substance that your body can't digest. When we eat many types of foods, our body breaks them down into things we need, like energy, sugars, vitamins. But fiber is something that the body can't break down into anything, which makes it magic. I'm indestructible. Oh, well, wouldn't that be bad? Oh, no, it's great. It's actually very important. Uh, fiber helps maintain our entire digestive system. It makes sure our digestive system is working properly by passing all the way through it. B basically, it, uh, it helps people poop. Ugh, gross. Magic! Debatable. Important. All right, so for your first magic trick, you help people poop. What else you got? I'm glad you asked. Now, for my second trick, I am going to take nitrogen out of the air and bring it into the soil. Are you ready? Ready. Here is my magic top hat of soil. And... Ta-da! Huh? Uh, listen, I, I did it. You can't see nitrogen in the air or anything, but uh, uh, just trust me, I did it. <laughs> I took nitrogen out of the air and put it into the soil right here. Cool. It's actually very cool, thank you very much. Very cool. And why is that cool? <sighs> okay, so nitrogen is an element, and it's something that plants need in order to grow. Just like people need oxygen, plants need nitrogen. But plants don't have lungs or other ways to get nitrogen from the air, so it needs some help taking nitrogen from the air and turning it into something the plants can use. This is called the nitrogen cycle. Bacteria called rhizobia, little living things that live on the roots of bean plants, can do exactly that. It's magic! It sounds like science. So, science can be magic. Can it? Exactly, can it. Put a lid on it, buddy. This is not an interactive show. <laughs> All right, for my next trick. Hey, I know a trick that I've heard beans can do. Do you take requests? 
<sighs> Maybe. Although, I hope this is not going where I think it's going. I've heard about it through a sort of nursery rhyme. Yeah, look, listen. Kid. It goes like this. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. I know it. The more you eat, the more you... Toot, yes, I know it. The more you toot, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. Yes, yes, yes. What's the story there? Ugh, well, okay. I guess we're doing this. So listen, beans have a bad reputation for giving people gas. For making people... Uh, fart. And it's true, we do. But there's some magical science behind that too. Is there? There is. A lot of beans contain this special kind of sugars called oligosaccharides. These sugars don't get broken down by our stomachs either. And when they reach the bacteria in our small intestines, the bacteria break them down for us, which produces gas. And makes you fart. Right. But there's nothing wrong with farting. Everybody farts. True. Ah, who am I kidding? I'm no magician. I just have lots of fiber. Help convert nitrogen into the soil and make people fart. What kind of magic act is that? Hey, it's okay, Alvin. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel like you aren't a real magician. Well, I'm not. My cousin Barry grew into a magical beanstalk that carried this little brat and his sad cow into a cloud kingdom filled with giants. That's magic. I'm just a can of little poop farters sitting in a pantry waiting to be cooked up with some rice. Listen, Alvin, there's all different kinds of magic. So what if you don't grow into a magical beanstalk? That's inconvenient anyways. Then what? It gets complicated and... You don't want that. You're here teaching people all about science and fiber and farts. That's pretty magical. Is it? It is. In fact, we've gone four seasons on this show without talking about poop or farts once for a good reason. But we've said farts five times now in this segment alone. All thanks to you. Huh. Well, I... I guess that is pretty magical, huh? I'd say so. And, uh, and teaching people about science is pretty magical, too. Agreed. Okay, okay. You're right. Thanks, champ. All right, I've got one magic trick left in me. Wanna see? Sure do. All right. Uh, for my next trick, I will stay in your pantry without going bad for two to five years. Oh, wow. That's a really long time. You betcha. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ahem. All right. Great. Well, I think while you do that, we'll wrap the segment up here. Great. I'll give you a call when this trick is about over. Like, five years from now? Yep. All right, well, that's our scoop for today, Molly. Beans are magical fruit that are high in fiber. They can take nitrogen from the air and bring it into the soil, and they make you fart. And we're magic. And they really are magic. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Champ, and thanks for the magic show, Alvin. 
We haven't said farts on this show before now. I think Sulav said it once, but that's it. Ugh. Molly, I'm feeling like maybe this stroke of good luck isn't coming. Well, Mitzi, luck can be a tricky thing. Have you ever heard the phrase, make your own luck? I have not. Sounds like what I've been doing all episode, though. I I mean, I'm wearing lucky dice around my neck like a taxi cab. Not exactly. Making your own luck means not sitting around and waiting for something good to happen to you. Instead of waiting for a lucky thing, you can go out and make good things happen. Really? How? Well, however you want, Mitzi. You can think of what you want and do something to make it happen. Focus on the first few steps and take things a day at a time. Be nice to other people and help those around you. And I'm sure some of them will try and help you in return. You don't have to just collect good luck charms and then sit here and wait for some big event to happen to you. You can make it happen yourself. I love that, Molly, but uh, what should I do with all these good luck charms? Well, I bet everyone around the office here could use a little bit of luck. How about we go pass them out to everyone? Sounds amazing! Let's go! Well, before we do, we've got to finish out today's episode. We're about out of time. We'll be back with some more gassy content next time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? Our ingredients so far are pepper, mayonnaise, sriracha, lettuce, tortilla chips, scallions, and black beans. Only one ingredient left. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend, please. Or you could leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about this show. We love hearing from you. Or listen to us and do absolutely nothing. Go out and give your friend a good luck charm. Make your dreams come true. Until next time, keep Keep on on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a Sour Patch Kid. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's a peanut butter cup. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a lemon meringue pie. Andrea Vavjin is a Biscoff cookie, and Katie O'Hara is a chocolate brownie cookie, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik, strawberry shortcake, and Matt Boynton, an orange creamsicle, of Ultraviolet Audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a key lime pie. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She's a cannoli. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is a chocolate lava cake. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a lattice-top peach pie. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's chocolate avocado pudding. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, associate art director, Gabby Hamanoff, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Jonathan Cormer, and Champ Hollins. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. 
Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Sorry that nothing too lucky ended up happening today, Mitzi. Eh, it's okay, Molly. I'm gonna make it happen for myself. Whatever happened to all those lotto tickets you bought? Oh, I gave them all away with the good luck charms. Not really sure what ended up happening there. What? No way! Yes, thank you, Mitzi! So much for making my own luck. Looks like I'm better at making everyone else's. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 